everybody, this is James Durbin of Durbin, and you are watching CMS TV. From the Point Break soundtrack, that is uh, Rat with Nobody Rides for Free. That one going up by request to the Mississippi truck driver checking in. We also heard something from Jesus Jones, God in Louisiana. That one goes out to uh, Chad Moore. And we heard uh, ACDC with Walk All Over You. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah. Hey, welcome back, YouTube people. Oh, we're back. We're back now. <laughs> they let us back even new after. segment. Oh, I see. New segment, new, new chance to get banned again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is such a dumb game that we have to play with this fucking YouTube. It yeah. is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Uh, it's just so everything is so sensitive with YouTube, with the mm -hmm. words. Yeah. Don't use certain words. Don't use certain segments. Don't don't talk about certain things. Yeah. And meanwhile, if I put that exact same segment that we just did up, the the good time segment. Yeah. And I appeal it, it'll get suspended, but then I'll appeal it and then it'll get through as fair yeah. use. Yeah, well, because you know, it's not it's not a live person that's reviewing it. It's it's a uh, algorithm who's uh monitoring every little mm -hmm. thing that goes on and then and then the uh, algorithm triggers something and it pulls it off yeah so it's just dumb the whole fucking thing is dumb everything's ai man yeah and i just couldn't care less about fucking youtube anymore yeah watch it on the website it's always there right so anyway so enough about fucking dumb tube what do you want to talk about? You got stuff or you want me to bring well, there, stuff or if you have anything, go right ahead because you know, the, the, uh, request email is always full of shit. I sure. always load up the emails with different stuff. Right. So, so if you have something you want to go with, go ahead. If not, I have tons of stuff to have well, here. I have a few, few little things here. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing that's too long, but I did want to bring this one up. All right. Um, uh, we haven't we haven't done a sexy story in a while. Oh, is this snatch chat? Uh, sort of snatch chat in a way. It's snatch chatty. It's it's almost. I'm going to call this savior snatch chat. Oh, because the snatch acting up saved this guy a life of heartache. Really? Yes. So, um, here's a story. That um that somebody well, well, well should I play the snatch chat bumper? Sure, why not? There's a request in the chat room that we need a snatch chat bumper. Dude, I'm in a total fucking sexed up porn fucking drunk stupor tonight. I'm just ready to talk about pussy, 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 pussy. Isn't that like the greatest word ever? Cunt. Roast beef pictures of snatch shoots the snatch you got three inches of moist skin flaps and we'll do anything for that there you go that's right Some snatch so this got forwarded to me during the week should, should this segment be called a snatch saves a life it definitely saves a life yes <laughs> all right this definitely but this guy was pretty was pretty smart to right. save his own life, basically. Okay. You are going to love this story. It's one of those stories where the guy gets even. This oh. is, I, I love this. So the, here's the, <laughs> the title of this story is Groom Exposes Bride's Affair with Brother-in-Law by Playing Raunchy Video at Their Wedding. <laughs> wow. Okay. A wedding in China turned into chaos when a groom exposed his bride cheating on stage. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So, okay. so the the groom, even though he showed up to the wedding and allowed the wedding to go on, he more or less just held 
what he knew about his bride until the wedding, just so he could embarrass her. Publicly. Yes. Wow. In front of her whole family. Okay. And not, and this guy is fucking brilliant. Well, again, you know how honor and everything is really important to the Asian. Yes. Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a kind of a big deal over there, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, oh, it's a very big deal. I mean, you've been to Korea and yes. you know, you understand the whole Asian culture. At least you've experienced it. I have. Yeah. Or witnessed it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a big deal. The whole, the whole honor and family values and all that shit. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a huge deal. Okay. So here, the, your, the, the setup to this, I'm not going to read the article per se. I'll just tell you what happened and then I'll show you the actual video. And, and I, w- I, I, I was very cautious to make sure there was actual video before I brought this because I wanted to make sure it wasn't some bullshit that was just made up. You know, I wanted to make sure it was a real story. Right. So, and it definitely is a real story. And you said somebody sent this to you? Yeah. Somebody, some, I don't even know where I got it from, from, I think it was like Twitter, actually. I think somebody sent it through Twitter. All right. And since that's not one of the ones I care about, I won't acknowledge who sent it, but somebody did. Okay. (laughs) They would have sent it through locals. I would acknowledge them. Sure. But they did not. They sent it through, um, like I believe Twitter. So they get no acknowledgement. All right. No acknowledgement for you. We'll say Elon must send it to you yeah. personally. Elon sent it over. All right. Elon, you know, you and I and Elon, we all kind of like hang out. That's right. Have lunch together. Elon, right. there's stuff that he filters out of Twitter and mm-hmm. sent her away. So good on you, Elon. Yeah. So he hooked us up with this one. So as Elon sent, it's this video. So um, the, the video is of a um this couple and they um they're they're going to the altar to get married okay now the way this altar is set up is such that the um they're they're standing on a stage in front of all their friends and family and over their head is a big giant screen like a big video screen it's a big video screen big led screen or some shit yeah and as they're walking up there's all these like it it's either bubbles or hearts or something over their head so it's it's probably hearts it's 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 tough to see because it's a fucking tiktok video but it's uh it's some kind of thing and then out of nowhere you just hear the guy start going you know and next thing you know you just see the screen light up and it's like the the brother-in-law railing the chick uh, how, how did this go again <laughs> and exactly what is that fuck, I don't, that's, fuck my dick yeah it must be because i don't speak chinese or so <laughs> mandarin yeah that's man it's not the language i speak <laughs> i mean i could go with that you know i know what right, that means of it's the title of, of my book all right <laughs> but um so yeah, so this is the this is the setup. I will not bore you with the um with the whole story about the thing, other than to tell you that this is just a video that that came out. So let me pull the video up here. You're you're gonna laugh your ass off when you. It's quick. It's All it's right. it's a long setup for just a quick, and then they cut it off. Which you know, it, it's it's one of those where they cut it off because the family's being embarrassed. Sure. But you can see exactly what happens here. So here's this. Let me blow this up. Oh, here we go. Can you see it or no? No. I'm not seeing a thing. Nothing's playing. Nothing's playing. What the hell? Hold, please. TikTok is the worst. A little testicle difficulties. Oh, TikTok is really difficult to work here. Oh, maybe it's a different page. It opened in a different page. Hold on. All right. Share screen. Cheating bride. Here we go. So here's the cheating bride. All right. Here we go. Here we go. That's better. That's about the best we're going to see of it. But uh, the groom played a video of his wife cheating on him with his pregnant sister's husband in front of everybody in front of everybody <laughs> all right so here they are coming up to the stage watch this 
Got the bride music playing, groom. I'm going to stop here just for a second. You see this screen up here? Yes. That's the one to watch. Well, see, I'm just going to make a comment on me mm -hmm. personally. This is me personally speaking. Yeah. I've been to several weddings in my life. Mm -hmm. And never once in my entire life of any wedding that I've attended yeah. have I ever been compelled to sit there and clap like a seal. <laughs> I've right. never done that once. Right. I mean, I'm just like, I hope you're not making a fucking mistake. <laughs> I hope you're not making a fucking mistake. Right. That's too funny. All right. So here we uh, go. I'm not, well, let me ask you, Chris, you, you've been to a few weddings, I'm sure in your life. Oh yeah. Plenty. Have you gone? Oh, 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 oh. I will admit to have I've done the obligatory when everybody else is clapping. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you do it out of sincere uh, joy? No, absolutely not. Because everybody was else was doing it. Oh, just because everybody else was doing it. Because you know my stance on weddings. I I know that they're all going to end up in divorces, so well, I don't want to see any of my friends. You always have that stance. Um, yeah. Even I, I knew it. I mean, I was unhappy in my own wedding, in my own marriage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, 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 I would go to wedding. I would kinda, definitely go. I've always kind of stood there kind of stoic and not watched everybody else going. Oh, 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 oh. I'll, I'll give it to you. Hey, good for you. <laughs> Fan fucking tastic. Right. I gotta be honest. I've been cynical yeah. ever since I was a very young person. Yeah. I literally, and I ain't even making it up. I'll be in a, in a, at a wedding and I'll be like, can't wait till the party after you dump her. Well, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to tell you a personal story here. Sure. I'm going to be very honest and very personal here. Mm -hmm. When my sister, the one that, you know, mm -hmm. was getting married, I was a groomsman in that wedding. Okay. And I was at the wedding and this is a very rare, very rare occurrence for me. Mm -hmm. I literally cried at this wedding because I knew it was a big mistake. Mm. <laughs> that sucks. I know. And, <laughs> and my sister, I danced with her because it was the dance with the bride thing. Yeah. And I literally was, I literally cried. Did you lean in and go, you can still get out of it? No, no. This was, after, <laughs> this was during the, um, the reception. Yeah. And recently, actually, mm -hmm. within the last few months, okay. my sister and I were actually talking, and she goes, I remember you cried at my wedding. Yeah. And she goes, what was that all about? And I said, because I knew you were making a mistake. <laughs> And I told her that because that's truly what I thought. Sure. And, and it was, it was a very heart wrenching day to be there to see this. And I was oh, yeah. like, holy fuck. This is just like a bad deal here. Yeah. And you just know, I mean, sometimes you just know. Yeah. And if you're, if you are really close, if you're really close to the people getting married or one side of the yeah. people or both. You just know that it's all horseshit. Mm -hmm. That's the saddest part. You know, you know, I'm glad John and Stephanie are still together and that they're making it work and they really have settled their shit down. But I'll tell you that wed the night before their wedding up until, you know, I mean, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was a straight up disaster. It was crying in the driveway. It was fucking, <laughs> it was dealing with Stephanie's crazy cousin uncle something that that i had to everybody was too drunk to drive him home and i had to drive him fucking all the way out to like avon lake or something sure. from and and you know he had to get out to piss at some point and they just disappeared at one in the morning and we're running around in a neighborhood looking for this fucking guy i mean it was just it was such a goddamn train wreck that if it was my own wedding i would have been like nope not doing it right i, I would have come home and said sorry this is off yeah and, and 
thing, and the thing is with my sister's wedding, mm-hmm. there was no alcohol involved with any of this. So this was just heartfelt. Like sure. my little sister is mm-hmm. making a huge mistake. Yeah. Well, my one, my one really, really close friend, and I'll tell you who, but I'm not going to sure. not going to throw him under the bus here on the, on the show. But one of my very, very closest, close friends, um, he asked me to be his best man and I told him no. <laughs> and, and he asked me why I said, cause there's no fucking chance this wedding is going to fucking last. Yeah, and you're just like, I'm not endorsing this by yeah. Best man, right? Yeah, and, and I told him that, and man, it put the hugest wedge between us. It does. He was, I mean, I still went to the wedding, which was, you know, awful because dealing with his cunt wife. <laughs> but I went to it, and you know, and he was mad at me the whole time. He, he you know, I shook his hand. He's like, hey, I'm sure shaking my hand, but you don't fucking mean it. Yeah, whatever. You know, I mean, that's what he said to me. He's like, I know you're shaking my hand, but you don't fucking mean it. <laughs> and he's like, are you going to, are you going to give, are you going to give my bride a hug? And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah. And sure enough, they were married, I think seven years and got divorced and right. all seven were awful. Right. It was like one third of my marriage. You know, it was, it was the same exact thing. He married somebody that just didn't work for him and it was still miserable. And he's still miserable about this bitch. <laughs> he's been, he's been away from her 20 fucking years or so. And he's still just because they have a kid together, it just leaves her the fucking opening to stab him in the fucking heart. And he doesn't let, he doesn't just blow it off. He's, he, he holds it. He's one of those guys. Right. And it's like, ugh. you know, I, I look at that as one of the best things I ever did was saying no to being the best yeah. man on that. Yeah. No, it was fucking terrible. Well, one of, one of your clients mm-hmm. who I stuck to my guns with, regardless of my personal thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, still don't, I still don't regret my stance. Yeah, dude, never it at the comedy show last on Thursday. Yes. Of course. When they started talking about people that are married, people that are being divorced, John points me out and he's like, he's like the the comedian guys, like, how long were you married? And I said the number and he's like, how long you been divorced? And I said, 10 years. He's like, you've been divorced 10 years and you haven't found another one. Why? And I said, cause she was a cunt <laughs> fucking. Did you actually say I did. That I absolutely did. Did people gasp? No, they all laughed. The whole they room laughed. laughed. They didn't gasp. No. At, at the use of the C word. No, because it was a Dave Landau show. Well, if I was at, if I was YouTube and filming this, I would have canceled you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was pretty funny. The whole room exploded in laughter because I said, cause she was a cunt. Wow. <laughs> I'm offended at your words, Mr. Aiken. Yeah. It just was, it was a funny moment. I'm going to have to review my terms of service. For okay. concern. Well, I guess we're, I guess we're even, cause I'm still reviewing my silverback terms. <laughs> of service. <laughs> we're even tonight. <laughs> I said cunt. You said silverback. I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> I'm sure cunt is pretty much worse. I think it just depends on who you ask. I guess that's true. <laughs> I think there's some people would not like silverback, actually. All right. Silverback <laughs> sounds like you're rich. Yeah, right. I'm rich, bitch. I'm I think guy. that's the context that you meant it with Florida I've Evans. Got a, I've got a silverback. <laughs> I somehow think that was not the context you were using. No, you don't think? I don't, but I could be wrong. Are you, are you determining my intent? I am not. I am not. I. It was said. It's up there. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to this cunty video. All right. So as you can see, they're making their way up to the stage. Got the video thing with like some kind of hearts or something up top. Yeah. Everything's all happy and joyous. Yeah. It's like Brennan Stimpy, happy, yeah. happy, joy, joy. Well, that's no, eh, about to change. Here we go. Oh, 
but <laughs> hold on. watch this watch this part right here because if you watch the guy as soon as the video pops up of her getting railed by the dude he fucking pushes her <laughs> like he's trying to knock her down <laughs> who was doing all the announcing was that was it like a somebody off camera yeah it's somebody off camera oh, wasn't the the bride doing that no it's somebody oh. off camera that's probably reading i mean because we don't speak the language right it's probably these are the the words that they wanted spoken or so and it sounds like they're trying to say who's here on the bride side right who's here on the guy's side Can you imagine being married to somebody who just rattles on like that oh no holy shit no but this is funny. This guy just tries to push her off the stage. Yeah, he just he just gives her a shove. Yeah, just gives her a push. <laughs> Here it is. Watch this one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come, but here, here she is getting railed up on, on the top here. I know, but, but it's so funny how quickly people react and jump up on the stage. Yeah, stopping it. <laughs> Can you even fucking imagine? Can't even imagine. But good for this guy. At least the, I, I, I support this a thousand percent. Can you imagine holding on to that for what clearly had to be weeks or months? I mean, that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a secret to hang on to. Well, but the whole thing is allowing the whole ceremony to go on yeah, and allowing people to actually come to this, you know, place yeah well who pays for the for that is it the the, the daughter well traditionally it's the it's the uh bride's family who pays right. for the wedding so in theory this guy might have done this just to fuck the bride's family over maybe, maybe. as well as the bride to make the bride have to explain to the family why they just dropped twenty thousand dollars or whatever on this shit wow i i mean he knew he was doing this right there has to be a reason and and one of the big ones would be who's paying for all this yeah, and the whole thing is is how did he manage to drop the video into this whole that's stuff? another question unless it's one of his guys that's running it i guess could have been hey i'll, I'll get my friend um kim over here to do it <laughs> kim chi kim chi my friend Kim Chi over here, he'll run the video for the show. Right. You know, he's 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 skilled at this. Yeah, he'll splice in your video into yeah. the uh planned wedding video. Yeah. But I, I I love this story. Just because not only did this guy avoid a lifetime of paying her, because he'd have been married to her. I mean, he'd have been married to her five years and then got divorced, and um and that would have been that, and he'd be paying her for the next ten years. Steady pays her nothing, screws her family over of however much it was to book this room. I'm not thinking this room was cheap, you know, and, and, and he walks away clean. Yeah. And he gets viral on TikTok. Well, that's important. <laughs> that's the biggest part of it is he's got a viral video now. Sure. <laughs> anyway, that, that's all I wanted to share with that story. I love that story. Just made me happy to see that. So, so anyway, so that's, that's that guy. Well, that's, that's the time to bring that kind of stuff to light. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there you go. So if you, if you ever catch your soon to be bride fucking somebody else, there's how you handle it. Right. You do it right at the wedding. That's right. You handle it right there. All right. Let's see. Do I have. I have another, I have another sexy story since we're staying in the sexy story range. All right. Um, this one I probably will read some of, um, American woman reveals how she left her teaching job to be a porn star. Oh, was she hot? <laughs> She's okay. All right. She's definitely okay. Yeah, I know you're, you're more of a connoisseur sewer of porn than I am. So, yeah. uh, you know, you, you certainly have a meter yeah, as she's, whether she's worthy or not. She's a porn hub seven. Okay. I would say I, this is going to sound almost sacrilegious coming out of my mouth, but I think her tits are a little too big. 
Really? I, I, I'm now, now that's surprising. I, I'm going to be surprised. I mean, th- she has two issues with her and I'll put her up on here on this <laughs> screen. Wow. Not, not only is it enough for one issue. It's well, she has, she, she has two legitimate issues here. One. I think the tits are too big for the body. All right. And two, even though she's a real person, she looks like a fuck doll. She she absolutely looks like a like a, a plastic sex doll. Here she is. You know, this is the whole thing. These very attractive women, mm-hmm. they always get these horrible tattoos. See, I don't mind these tats. I knew you I, would I, hate I, these. I, I love those. I, I absolutely hate them. I love that. I mean. You know, I personally, I don't think her tits are too big. Yeah, I don't know. They, they just seem too. They seem one size down would probably be better. You think? Okay. Well, regardless, I, I'm just not a fan of the tattoos. Sure. I, I just don't like them. That's just me personally. But uh, you know, she seems to be a very attractive gal with yeah. a pretty pretty rocking figure well built <laughs> no bush no good <laughs> but uh that teeny 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 little string bikini that she, yeah <laughs> that she's wearing mm-hmm. i'm not sure what that's all about but uh regardless of that uh i'm not gonna complain she's, yeah. she's a good looking girl I just see that and think that's like a paint by numbers. You just fill it in with white paint. Okay. That's I'm okay with that. All right. Letha weapons. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that her right is a little bit different than her left. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like any tattoos there. Norm. I don't care if it's a CMS tattoo or whatever. I'm just not digging the tattoos on chicks. Just don't dig it. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I like deep cut. That was a good one. Deep cut. Thank That's you. funny. Yeah. See, I've, I've met deep cut. I've sat and had drinks with her. She's a cool chick. I like her. Those portions are just about right. Just a little bigger pussy lippage would be right. Well, I can't quite tell, but all right. Getting some evaluation here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ashley Juggs. All right. She vandalized her own body. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't like the tats. Yeah. Don't dig it. Well, there she is. We all right. Leave, oh, we can leave that right. on the screen for a while. Okay. As I read to you her story. All right. A teacher turned porn star revealed how her Catholic school job made her feel apart from God, but claims the religious figure claims the religious figure told her to go into the adult industry. So God told her to be a porn star. Well, she, she doesn't look like a godly woman. Okay. For one thing. I mean, she's, she's got the whole Kim Kardashian vibe on. Mm -hmm. She doesn't look like she's somebody who's, you know, down for serving God. She looks very, uh, I don't know what you want to call, um, materialistic. Yeah. She, she doesn't look like she's, she's subservient to a, a, a God thing. You don't see her in a nun's habit. No, hmm. she looks like she's like a only fans type. Person. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's, that's what yeah. she's all about, which is fine. I, I have no problem with that. If, if dudes want to pay me to see her diddle her uh, bean or something, mm-hmm. whatever, but, but she's kind of built for that. Yeah. Facials for Jesus. I will say I did look her up on Pornhub, and if it was def- if it was her, which I think it was, eh, needs better skills. I think God would have done a better job. Right. But anyway, um, as the story goes here, 
Courtney Tillia. Well, her, of course her name is Courtney. Yeah, Courtney Tillia. All right. So if people want to look her up on Pornhub. T-I-L-L-I-A. Right. Said she was raised a good Christian girl. Was she? I, apparently so. Yeah. And she found work as a teacher at a Catholic school, but never truly felt happy. She she doesn't look like your typical teacher at a Catholic school. I can say for an absolute fact, when I went to Walsh Jesuit, none of my teachers looked like this. No. None of them did. You know, Catholic school teachers don't get, get uh, you know, porn tattoos well you don't know that you never saw them before now they're now they're showing I, I everything would agree but but my my point is is that she does not look like some kind of conservative good religious girl i don't know i'd be thanking god myself if i was fucking her i would i'd be like oh, thank you jesus <laughs> all right here we go the Los Angeles woman said her religion and her husband, Nick, helped oh, her turn. She's married. Yes. Oh, she's a good married girl. Yeah, she's a good married Christian. Okay. Uh, her husband, Nick, and her religion helped her turn to working as an adult entertainer. They helped her turn to that. They certainly did. Okay. Before I left teaching, I felt super disconnected from myself yeah. and also God. Yeah, I can't only imagine. <laughs> well, that was when she was a teacher. Oh, well, she's serving the dark side for sure. Oh, well, she felt disconnected from, from herself and God when she was a teacher. All right. I didn't know what my life's purpose was or how I was meant to help others. The 36 year old told uh, the daily star blow a load every, every time I see her. That's right. All right. When I started connecting to myself and to God in a different way than what had been taught in church, I kept hearing and feeling the nudge to help liberate women from their sexual shame. Uh, well, I'm going to admit that. I mean, she, she has no shame at all. None. She said she felt so much sexual shame of her own initially and felt triggered during a photo shoot with other porn stars. She, so she was at a photo shoot with other porn stars. That's what they're saying. Which indicates to me that she considers herself a porn star. Now she does. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Courtney said that when she started in the industry, she felt the judgment society and religion had placed within her about being a sexual being. Okay. So she felt judged. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. You're, 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 you're fuckable. Let's just put it that way. You're fuckable. When you're taking a dick in the ass on camera, that's going to be what I perceive you as. I'm not going to perceive you as a good Christian lady. Yeah. A good Christian, um, yeah. You know, a school teacher. I'm going to pursue, perceive you as the chick I'm jerking off to. Mm -hmm. That's what you are. When she came to terms with it, she said she felt lied to, but her new life made her feel holy and sacred. <laughs> I bet the, the, the holy part rings true. Several holes that I'm sure. Right. She now wants to help other women feel liberated saying God's plan was now abundantly clear and her way of serving him was being a porn star. This is my way of serving. Courtney explained. I'm living my life as an example of being fully out in the open and unapologetically expressed, not against God, but completely with God. <laughs> okay. So God, uh, endorses porn stars. Yeah, apparently so. Okay. Fair enough. She said she felt closer than ever with God in her new career, despite what others might see. All right. So Jesus also rode a Harley. Yeah. Well, here's the part that makes, makes it makes the God part a little easier to take. Courtney's Courtney's new career sees her pull anything from 30,000 to $150,000 a month. Wow. That's a nice, that's a nice living. 
thanks to her 18,000 subscribers. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I'd imagine she does feel much better about herself now she's making 150 G's a month. Right. What, that what, is that old, uh, what is that old saying? Sex sells? Yeah, well, it certainly does. It does. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it. That's Courtney Tillia. I just thought you might you might enjoy the story of Courtney Tillia. All right. I Who's a good Christian woman. All right. You just, know. It reminds me of a typo negative song, Christian <laughs> woman. Yeah. Well, there, there's your out for this segment. You can play that song. Sure. <laughs> But that's um that's that's what's going on um out there is apparently doing porn is good for your Christian values. Well, because uh you know she looks like a wholesome uh, teacher, right? She, she would be one of those who would get busted for having some kind of sexual relationship with her twelve-year-old student, mm-hmm. and Judge Aiken would have to rule on her, and he would probably have to say. You'll have to uh, have personal counseling sessions in my chamber. That's right. There's no question about that. <laughs> what is this whole deal with? I'm trying to cover up what I'm, what's obviously apparent, or let's just use the old term, the elephant in the room. Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're, you're not. You're not some conservative uh, Catholic teacher girl. I no. mean, obviously, you just want to go out there. If you've got it, you flaunt it. Yeah. So are those natural or are those enhanced? Those tits? Yes. Um, Let me look at another picture, too. I think they're enhanced. Okay. So as a good Christian woman, she elected to have enhanced surgery. I think. I mean... It's not very clear. God didn't send me a message declaring if they are or not, but I, you know, just from, I'll put up another photo of, um, of Miss Tilia here and we can get a, a little better look at the definition and then you tell me if they're fake okay. cereals. All right, let's kill that one. Then we'll go to 5B. Uh, da, 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 share screen. 5B. I'm thinking fakes. Are you? I think so. They, they're a little too defined here, right around here. A little too much definition for big floppers like that. They're not very floppy. Okay. So I'm thinking that they're enhanced. And plus, look at her teeth. She got her teeth done too. So yeah, of course. I mean, you know, God, God led her to have her teeth <laughs> straightened and whitened. Yeah. And and then, of course, she has the bad tattoo on the forearm. Mm -hmm. But she's got the fake eyebrows and everything. She, she's not opposed to a little bit of um, touch-up work. Right. So I'm thinking definitely, definitely enhanced. Well, you know, God is good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Very good at some point. I wish she would have been my teacher. Sure. My God. Can you imagine if you're 14 years old, this was your teacher? <sighs> You would beat off at home every night to your teacher. This is not teacher material. Mm. I mean, you know, this is what Van Halen sung about uh, almost yeah. over 40 years ago is hot for teacher. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really, really, really bad. <laughs> She's a bad girl. I mean, is she is she a descendant of Meg Tilly with the big boobies? No, spelled. She's Tilly. Yeah. Oh, Tilly. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like that fucking whale that fucking killed the trainer at SeaWorld. Right. Wasn't that Tilly? I believe so. I think. Yep. Well, she, she looks better than the whale. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't become a whale in her <laughs> later years. She will. All right. So there you go. So she's, um, she's out there again, Courtney Tilia. If you want to look her up on the porn sites. You know, yes, I, we're aware that Jennifer Tilly is, has big tits. Yes. We're definitely that, aware of that. that. That's kind of the, you know, that was the joke. That was the joke. Maybe, maybe from now on. So the chat room gets it. We have to go, but um, every time <laughs> Here, here's the joke folks. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a connection between her and Meg Tilly. Yeah. Who also has large mammaries. That's right. 
Ba-dum. See there, we'll just make that in there. Hey, try tell a joke, Dealey. We'll, we'll, we'll try it. So, so a horse walks into a bar and orders a drink, and the bartender says, "Why the long face?" We'll do that every time. Make it a little more clear, right? <laughs> this show tonight, what is going on? <laughs> Fucking goofball show. Because we've we've allowed the fans to interject their thoughts. Yeah, what a goofy show this has been. Tonight. And and it's just the fact that the fans suck when it comes to <laughs> timing and joking and yeah. and material. And I, I I'm gonna give an ounce, just an ounce of fairness yeah. here. Yes, they do hear it on a little bit of a delay. Yes, from me and you, so the jokes do all seem to come way late. Yes, <laughs> so if it's a minute of delay plus another minute while it calculates through their fucking whiskey-soaked brains and gets to the screen, <laughs> you know, it does seem like it was three and a half minutes ago. Sure, you know, but anyway, well, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Right. You know, whatever. Not. I'm not. I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is what, this is what happens when we try to cater to the fans. Yeah. This is the show you guys want. Right. We, we're, we're catering to the chat room. So we're that's what we're you talking get. to you. We're reacting to you. We're, mm -hmm. we're picking up where you want us to, uh, comment and this is what you get. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Fantastic. Instead of just like, uh, free form uh stream of consciousness as michael butler would say that's right uh this is what you get yeah yeah absolutely correct um shelly in the chat room you're hanging in the wrong room it's all fun in the in the locals chat <laughs> agree Thanks. locals chat better than the youtube chat i agree with that right besides right. pay that five shekels a month to, to actually hang out with us yeah you know. This cost you, man. Yeah, that gets rid of the riffraff. Exactly. <clears throat> All right, let's do one more quick one. We'll do a music one. Mm -hmm. We haven't done a music one. Let me open this up real quick. All right. Okay, this to me is not a shocking story, but it was released this week as a, um, <laughs> I guess, as a shocker. Um, Ozzy Osbourne allegedly faked a live album. What? I know, stunning, right? I mean, this has been going on since the seventies, or even maybe the sixties, yeah. where they sweeten the album with uh, crowd noise, and mm -hmm. you know they record a record. I mean, uh, you know, Guns and Roses has done it, Kiss yes. has done it, you know, Kiss Alive from mm -hmm. nineteen seventy, what seventy four? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so this is nothing new. This well, is this is fifty years old in the making. So. Well, it's, it's a shocker. It's a stunner. Really? As, as I said, Ozzy Osbourne allegedly faked it. Uh, the legendary Ozzy Osbourne released the live album Speak of the Devil in 1982. So why are we talking about something 41 years old? I have no idea. Right. But uh, consisting of Black Sabbath renditions after his first two genre-defining solo albums. The record made it to a platinum certification in the U.S. and marked the singer's sole effort with guitarist Brad Gillis yeah. fo following the death of the iconic Randy Rhodes. Okay. <clears throat> However, like in many cases throughout Ozzy's discography, the recording process was not at all straightforward, according to producer Max Norman. In an interview from a while back, I don't even know what that, why can't they say from when it was, but well, let me, let me interject something here. Sure. Three years ago when I was at NAM, yes, I got Max Norman on video, which I sent to you Yes, to talk to you personally. Mm -hmm. I had a discussion with Max Norman personally, no. Max Norman and I are like just total buds now. Because yeah. I introduced myself to him. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting Max Norman due to our uh, association with our good friend Bob Numbandian. Sure. 
But uh, yes, it was a very uh, monumental occasion for me to meet Max Norman and speak with him and get him on video, which I sent to you. Yeah, absolutely. And when I spoke <laughs> with Brad Gillis last year, right, I asked him about playing with Ozzy, and he said it was a wonderful time. Okay. So, oh, there you go. And that was the extent of it, because I wasn't going to talk to Brad Gillis about something 41 years ago. Sure, of course not. So, um, anyway, in an interview from a while back, Norman went on to state that most of the live vocals from the singer were in essence, fully re-recorded in the studio as Ozzy was unhappy with the original result. Right. And that happened quite often. Happened all the time. The producer said, first of all, it was a contractual obligation to jet records to give them a couple of more albums. So this was sort of a cooked up device to get out of there and just get dealt, get it dealt with and get off jet records. Ozzy had that, Ozzy had that band together. Brad, of course, a great player. Brad, I think learned all of those songs in about two nights. He went down to lower Manhattan, the Ritz today called Webster hall. And we had a recording truck outside. I said to him, look, we're doing this in a hurry. Let's record the whole set in the afternoon. And then we got some takes and we had to substitute some stuff. I've some stuff. I've gotten some material to draw from. So we did do that. They played great in the afternoon. Yeah. They did a show with nobody in the audience and actually on the album, I think about five of those songs are taken from the afternoon. They're cut in and I had to recreate the whole thing, I guess. It just says re recreate the whole. Norman added, and then the other part of the story was Ozzy, of course, wasn't that happy with vocals. So we went to the record plant. We were there for about four days and mixed the first side. Ozzy would come in and redo the vocals, mixed it, and sent it to the cutting engineer. And then the next day we came in and did the second side. Ozzy redid the vocals, mixed it and sent it over to the cutting engineer. And then listened to the first side when we got back when we got it back from the cutting engineer. So in four days, we did the whole four sides. When questioned if the vocals were all re-recorded during this process, the producer said for the most part, they're re-recorded. Yes, that was really all we were worried about, we were trying not to get caught. I mixed on these tiny little speakers and just mixed in a hurry. We did everything in a real hurry and we banged it out. And I didn't listen to it for six, probably six months because I was so afraid to listen to it. I knew that we did so much to it in such a hurry. And I was really in trepidation about listening to it. And then finally, I, I did listen to it and went, oh, yeah, this doesn't sound bad. And that's it. But so big, big news, right? Ozzy, Ozzy cheated a live album out. Well, <clears throat> the thing is, is that uh, it's been done so many times over the years. Um, you know, of course, if, if you've ever listened to uh, Doc and Live from the East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they redid all of George's guitars on that, sure. They're, you know, the guitar parts on live, you know, beast from the East, mm -hmm. those are re-recorded George's parts in the studio, right? Cause he didn't like the live performance. Yeah. Guns and roses, G and R lies. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing that was all recorded in the studio. And then they sweeten it up with, uh, audio tracks with mm -hmm. live audience right same thing with kiss alive and alive too i believe alive too yeah it's not new they've been doing yeah. this for decades yeah but so, apparently this is a story <laughs> so to hear this that geez uh you know the ozzy osborne record with uh, brad gillis on on uh guitar mm -hmm. geez what a surprise yeah stunner yeah so so anyway, that's all there is to that. But um, Max Norman selling out Ozzy for, for whatever reason. No. 
I, I just think he was just being honest. Just like, yeah, yeah. it's 40 years in. Well, what do I got to lose at yeah. this point? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to hurt Ozzy's career at this uh, point. I don't think so. Cause Ozzy's pretty much like one foot in the grave at this point. What, yeah. you know, what, what are you going to do to me? Yeah. You know, under, under the graveyard, as he sang on the last album, right? Right. <laughs> so, so, you know, I, I have behind me right here. Mm-hmm. I have the CD with uh, GNR Lies right. that released to the public with mm-hmm. uh, with the the audience sound, right? And I have it without the audience sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same recording. They just threw the audience sound in there. Yeah, just just yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you hear a lot of whistling and clapping yeah. and whatever, and it's it's not live. Yeah. Somebody asked over here about Worldwide Live by Scorpions. Yeah. Is that what re- I don't know that that's I, it's definitely sweetened up because the sound is too perfect. Yeah, of course. But it's I don't know. I mean, I've seen Scorpions and I saw them on on Blackout Tour. That's kind of what they sounded like. I mean, they were just on fire on that yeah. tour. Or on Love at First Sting, rather, not Blackout, but you know, they, they just sounded really, really great on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a bold statement here. Whoa, uh, look out, strap so in people. <laughs> I think that the uh the only live true to true to life uh live album that you're gonna listen to that I'm aware of. I know yeah. there's plenty of them out there. I'm just not mm-hmm. saying that this is the only one. The one that with uh Van Halen and Tokyo. <laughs> I mean, because sinking boat. you create suck worse than that. That's as live as it gets. <laughs> That's as suck as it gets. That is definitely fr- straight from the board. Exactly. <laughs> that that one's awful. It is bad. Ooh, and, and, and that is an example of what you get if you actually go with a live board recording. Mm-hmm. Because live... From a board standpoint, from an audience standpoint, yeah. there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of distractions going on. So you're not going to notice a lot of this stuff. Yeah. But if you listen to it as raw as it is coming through the board. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. You know, it's the worst when a band does doctor it up real bad. It still sucks. And I'll point to poison. Swallow this live. <laughs> okay. That's a bad record. And it's clearly doctored. Clearly. I mean, it's it's almost obviously doctored in some spots. And I mean, it still sounds bad. They just don't sound very good. And it's like, oh. I remember when that came out. And I, I mean, I had seen Poison a couple of times. They had opened one of the weirdest shows ever. Fucking Anthrax opened for them, which was weird, but that is a weird, it was, it was some festival thing before they were like festival things. It was just some thing in Oakland or LA or somewhere that I went to and Anthrax was on the bill and poison was on the bill. It wasn't like poison with Anthrax opening. It was like several bands played and those two, I don't even remember what it was, but it was something weird. And I just remember seeing that and Anthrax just murdered. I mean, absolutely murdered and then poisoned with their fucking, you know, Lord gonna let it pray. I was like, ooh, this is suck. <laughs> yeah. It was really bad, but. Sure. But I, I just remember when they put out that live album, it was bad. And I, and I, and you can hear that it was, it, it was clearly studioed, very clearly studioed up. So, hmm. Anyway. That's not news. That's no, not news. Forever. Yeah. I mean, I think the most iconic one in the hard rock genre mm-hmm. is, ob- is obviously Kiss Alive. Oh, yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been documented and yeah. talked about. And it's just like, yeah, this wasn't live. We we did this in the studio and we had, you know, we added crowd noise. Yeah. And let's just be honest. They were putting out live records to sell live tickets. So it sure. better not sound like shit. That was what th- th- they wanted to convince you that if you went to a live show, that's what you got was this great show. Of course. So they would fucking fake it. Sure. And most of the bands were close anyway. You know, honestly, I mean, how many bands, 
I mean, we've been to a zillion shows, so there's probably a bigger number than most people. But percentage-wise, what do you think the percentage is of bands that have just been awful versus bands that were really, really good? And I and I don't even want average. I want really good. So average and below, that's the percentage I'm looking for. I'm going to say probably 70%. Are average and below? Yeah. Real. So you've only really thought 30% of all the shows you've done have been great. I, I'm going to say that uh, there's always been some issues with live performance. Okay. See, I, I would be like totally the other way. Really? 30, 70. I, I would probably be even higher. I 80% of the shows I've seen, I've thoroughly enjoyed. Well, I, I'm not I, talking about an enjoyment standpoint. Well, I mean, from from a sound from the sound standpoint. Yeah, but the thing is, is when you're in the audience and yeah. you're, you're just kind of enjoying the crowd noise and the, mm-hmm. the band and all this other stuff, you don't realize what the soundboard is picking up. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about recordings. I'm talking about just going to shows. Oh, going to shows. Going I'm, to shows. I'm, I'm going to say that, you know, I'm going to say the majority of the shows that I've been to in my life, which I've been to hundreds, yeah, are probably in the 90 percentile. That's, I would say, probably a good 80. If you were able to analyze them from a soundboard standpoint, you'd probably go, holy shit, this is right. what you listen to? Mm-hmm. No, and I agree with that is... You know, it, it's the same reason that you watch a YouTube video and the band looks like ass, and then you actually go see the band. And it's like this is pretty fucking good. Yeah, of course. Because you 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 know you need the amplification and you need the bass shaking through yeah. your fucking ribs and everything. You yeah, know, you need all that. Thing. It's an experience rather than mm-hmm. the actual pristine performance. Yeah. And Norm in the chat room, real quick. Yes, Crip Kicker does have a live album. All right. So, um. Uh, yeah, but I, I would say for me, 80 good, a good 80% of the shows that I've seen have been strong. I'm going to agree with you there, you know, and yeah, live albums. I know you don't like them at all. You, you never listen to live records. I I listen to some of them, but I'm not a big fan. You don't, there's never a time that you reach for that first. No. If you have the, if you have a thought that you want to hear, I don't know, LA guns, there's never a time that you're like, Hey, where's that live record? You've, you've never done that. I agree. You will go to whatever the first two records or whatever. The studio recording. Yeah. You, you ain't going to. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. There's yeah. I mean, for, and so I, every once in a while I like a live album, but I do like, like a live song here and there. Like I like when I'm listening to a playlist and a live version of something comes up. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. But yeah, whole album. Yeah. Cause by the midway point, you're like, all right, I'm not there. So I don't need to hear this fake crowd noise. And I don't need to hear, I don't need to hear. Is there anything worse on a fucking live record than a drum solo? <laughs> a drum solo on a fucking record stinks. Only if you have the big lights. I'm, I'm saying on a CD or something. I, I know. I'm just you know, sitting there with your headphones on. <laughs> just fucking move on. That's, that's a visual. Yeah, it's definitely does not work in audio. Never has, never will. And I don't even care if it is Rush, whoever wrote that, wherever that is. I can't find it now, but even Rush, That's fuck the, the drum solo. The room is just moving too fast. It's too fast. Yeah. If you'd have put it in super chat, I would have pulled it up, man. Right. All right. Well, let's play a couple of songs. We'll come right. back and we'll wrap up the show. Okay. Sounds good. All right, since you uh, brought up the Poison Live, Swallow This Live release, yeah, I'm going to play uh, Ride Like the Wind. Oh, great. Swallow This Live, man. Great. We, it, we, we did the whole piece on the Aussie thing, but you're going to go to the Poison instead yeah, of the Aussie. All right. But I can play the Aussie, too. Uh, I'd much rather hear the Aussie than the Poison. Right, right behind it. Oh, wow. Talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. Jesus. Of course. Because this is what you enjoy the most. Yeah. (laughs) Sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll play the poison and some Ozzy and we'll come back. All right. Sounds good. All right. Here it is. It's poison. Open up and say, ah, live or whatever the fuck they call it. Swallow this live. Swallow this live, bitches. Yeah. Why I'd like the wind exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hey, this is Brett. 